Hey everyone, Melissa here, and welcome to the Dirty Jur Saga. Welcome to my podcast. This is the first ever episode and first podcast I will ever create. I hope that everyone enjoys it, and I would definitely love some p- feedback from you guys. This episode will pretty much be an intro into my life. I'm going to be answering questions that people have submitted through social media and also an anonymous website. So if you hear me say, oh, this question is from so-and-so and then not for others, just know that the question was from an anonymous source. And also, if you guys have any other questions for me after this podcast, I will be posting my social media on the site on my profile and you can reach out to me there. I just want to go a little bit also into my podcast itself, and I will be going through a bunch of different topics. I don't want to be centered on one thing. And also, if you guys have any suggestions for me or you want to hear me talk about anything, you could definitely reach out. That would be greatly appreciated. You know, I want to be able to reach out to as many people as I can and also relate to those and for those people to relate to me as well. All right, so I guess we'll just jump right into it. And let's see, the first question here would be, what's your favorite color? Pretty simple, my color, favorite color is blue. It actually has been blue pretty much my entire life. I can't really remember a time where my favorite color wasn't blue. So for all the blue lovers out there, let me get some love. (laughs) Shout out to the anonymous who sent me that question. Uh, Let's see here, next question. Do you watch Yu-Gi-Oh? So this question actually brings back a lot of memories for me. Um, I do not watch Yu-Gi-Oh right now, unfortunately, anymore, but I did watch it when I was younger. I also owned cards and would go to like the little corner mom and pop comic shops and I would battle with the Yu-Gi-Oh cards with people. Did I win? Absolutely not. Was I good at it? No. But (laughs) it was definitely a great, great time, great experience, and definitely great memories. Um, I would go with my brother, and we would just kind of, like, play some people. And shout out to the people I played, because when I was not doing so well, they definitely would help me out, and it was definitely great. I will probably not forget any of that. Shout out to the 90s kids. If I'm wrong and Yu-Gi-Oh was in the 2000s, that just shows you what a great memory that I have. I'm telling you, I have the worst memory, but that that time definitely sticks out very well. Um, speaking of the 90s, this is definitely not a question, but I will be so excited when they bring back all the old shows that came out in the 90s. Um, I, I can't wait. I know that I've heard uh, people talking about it. I've seen posts on Facebook. I... By the way, shout out to all the 90s kids out there. And for those of you who were born in the 2000s and you're not a 90s kid, I hope that you guys get to experience one day all the old shows or go on Google, try to find the old shows that used to play back in the day because those those were really great shows. Okay, so on to the next question, which is what is your job? Um, So actually, I am a x-ray tech. I right now, because of everything that's going on with the pandemic and everything, I work at a swab and go testing center. Um, It was for all the people who were experiencing symptoms, but uh, now they 
have me at a pre-surgical site. So anybody who is going for surgery will get tested for COVID. And if they test negative, they can go get their surgery. If they test positive, unfortunately, they're not allowed to get their surgery. So that's where I'm at right now. But I do have my x-ray license and I am an x-ray tech. Also, quick shout out to all the nurses, doctors, x-ray techs, radiologists, everybody, surgeons, all those people out there right now giving their time, their lives for the people who need it the most. This should be a hands down thank you all year, every year, no matter what's going on. But definitely a huge, huge thank you and huge love from me and I'm sure a bunch of other people for putting your lives on the line and taking care of those who need it. A big, big shout out to you guys. And again, thank you so, so much. So this leads actually into another question here. It says, how eager are you to start a career, further a career or retire? How will your post-COVID-19 daily routine change with it? So actually, COVID is stopping me right now from furthering my career. I did uh, MRI school two years ago, the actual classwork, and I am in the process of doing my clinicals, which for those of you who do not know, is the actual work. So going to the computer, setting up the patient in the machine, doing the actual scans for the patient and the organization, which is called the ARRT, control, that controls your license and everything. Uh, you have to ha- document your cases to their website. And once you have a certain amount of documented cases, then you are eligible to take your registry, which is your test to get your license. So unfortunately, right now I am stuck where the hospital that I was doing my clinicals in is not accepting patients and will not allow patient, uh, not patients, I'm so sorry, students will not allow students to be in the hospital. I guess it's a liability thing. I'm not really sure. But unfortunately, because everything that's going on, I cannot further my career. Um, I'm sure once all this dies down, and hopefully it dies down soon, I want everybody safe and I want our country to reopen so everybody can resume everything and is in my position and cannot finish what they need to finish. And, you know, so people can see their families. I know that I am definitely one of those people who have not seen my grandparents in a very long time and it definitely upsets me. But, um, Hopefully all this will get resolved soon and I can get right back to it and become an MRI tech because that's where I want to be. little fun fact though, um, before I found x-ray school, I actually did want to seriously pursue becoming a professional soccer player. Um, A girl can dream, right? (laughs) Um, But I definitely, I do, I love soccer. It's been my love for my whole life ever since I can really remember and um, you know I still play now obviously not to the level of what a professional player would be playing but um, I definitely love being able to play and I hope that I could definitely play in the future the far far future because I, I can't see a life without soccer 
who's with me, COVID needs to end because then I can finally be able to get into volleyball and soccer and all the things and all the sports that I love and I'm sure all the sports that everybody loves and just so everybody's safe in general. So let's end this. Everybody be safe. Do what you need to do. Next question. Do you travel? You look like you like to travel. Unfortunately, I have not in my life been able to travel as much as I would like to. Um, I think I've only ever been to Pennsylvania. Well, I live in Jersey, if you couldn't tell with the Dirty Jersey saga. (laughs) But I think I've only ever really been to Pennsylvania, Florida, uh, Nevada, Vegas. um, And I want to say Vermont. Oh, and Cancun. I know that sounds like a lot of places, but you know, there's 50 states in our country alone. And five out of 50, not very good. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would love to go at like California, East Coast, Texas. I have a friend who lives there, so hopefully maybe I could visit them one day. Uh, just to experience things, even go across the country. I would love to go to Italy. That's probably my number one travel destination. Um, Brit- uh, Britain. England, France, uh, Iceland. I honestly, I want to experience a lot of places and hopefully sometime in the near future, I could definitely experience those things. Now for the next question, this is probably the one that I had to think about the most because the question is, what was your favorite 2000 song? Now I'm the type of person to not really have a favorite song. What I do is when a new song or a new album comes out, I listen to it like 10 times a day for a week, which unfortunately means that I get sick of it after that week because I've listened to it so much. Shout out to the people who have been there and to the people that still do that. <laughs> Can't deny a good song is a good song. And, you know, I, I don't really have a favorite band. I don't think I ever really had a favorite band, but if I really had to sit down and think about it and choose, I would probably say Evanescence. Um, They are a great band. They always have been. Amy Lee, she's amazing. I was about to use pro uh, language, bad language. I apologize. I'm glad I caught myself. (laughs) But, um, she is great and you know Evanescence has always been the go-to song when I just want to belt out a song and sing as loud as I can and you know her voice is amazing and her songs are great for that now I'm not trying to sit here and say that I'm the most amazing singer in the world because I definitely am not and I apologize for anybody who has had to hear me belt out Evanescence but again I would love to just travel, listen to her, shout it out. Even like Paramore, they're a good band too to do that with. Their their music's all around. Both bands just great. I would say maybe Bring Me to Life would probably be my favorite song by them. Um, definitely the most listened to probably. Uh, that whole album in itself was probably the album that I still to this day listen to the most. 
Um, their other music, their other albums are very good. For those of you who do not know Evanescence, definitely go check them out. Unfortunately, they do not make music much, new music anymore. Um, but definitely go check them out if you're into like that rock type sound. Also, I just want to make a quick side note. Um, greatly appreciating everybody who sent out these questions and were patient enough to wait for this podcast to come out to answer the questions. And for those questions that I am not answering, it's nothing personal, nothing against you. Unfortunately, um, you know, sometimes I don't feel comfortable speaking fully about um, my relationship or some type of sexual comment, you know, some stuff is meant to be kept to yourself. Um, and also I am actually thinking about creating a relationship episode. So maybe some, the answer to your question will be in there. Um, if you want to hear a relationship episode, reach out, tell me how you want to hear it and I'll definitely make it either way. I will probably end up making it, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so just look out for that episode probably someday in the future. And again, I appreciate everybody who has sent me questions and waited for this episode to come out. Really, really greatly appreciated. All right. So let's go on to the next question. Let's see here. I'm going to combine two of these into one. So one of the questions is, do you have tattoos? And the other question is, do you have your nipples pierced? So let's start with the tattoos first. I do have two tattoos. I have one on the outside of my ankle, which is actually two little kittens. Because I literally am absolutely in love with cats. I have a cat of my own. His name is Roman. He is my little baby. And... <laughs> The cutest cat ever. Um, and I also have a soccer ball on my back with um, heartbeat lines going from the soccer ball out. As explained earlier, I do have a passion for soccer that is literally my love. And um, probably what I enjoy playing the most out of every sport. So um, I guess I just had to get a tattoo to commemorate my love for it. <laughs> Um, piercings wise, no, I do not have my nipples pierced. Um, I do know a couple of people who do, and I've had them try to convince me to get it done, but no, unfortunately I do not have my nipples pierced. Um, I do have a lot of piercings. However, I have my belly button pierced. I have my tragus, my industrial two cartilage piercings. I have my conch and the rook piercing and then also regular earring piercings, I guess that's what you call them. Um, for those of you who don't really know what those are called, those are pretty much all ear piercings except for the belly button. Every other piercing is in the ear. If you're interested in getting one, definitely go check it out on Google. They're all I would say personal to me. So if you don't, if you're not into it, to each their own. And actually to backtrack a little bit, I have been reaching out to some tattoo artists in the Jersey area uh, to get a new one that I want to get so, so bad. So if you guys know any tattoo artists, just let me know in the Jersey area. I would be 100% greatly appreciated. Animal realism with some color. I do want to get a fox tattoo. I love foxes. They are actually my favorite animal. A little fun fact. And 
I just think that they are absolutely adorable and I'm telling you I am 100% okay maybe I'll say like 99% positive that I will own one as a pet one day <laughs> all right so let's move on and we all know when you post a link for a website where you can receive anonymous questions that you're going to get some sexual questions. Now, some of them are a little too rated R for me to speak about and feel comfortable speaking about on the podcast. However, I will go through some of the questions here. So if I go through here, first question is, do you think it's weird if a guy fully shaves down there, like no hair? Now we know this is personal preference and everybody has a different opinion, but I absolutely do not think it's weird at all. Um, To me, I actually prefer no hair or little hair just because to me it seems and feels cleaner and it's just a little easier to handle everything that's going on not having to worry I mean I know me personally owning a cat hair is everywhere and I'm not a hundred percent a fan of it so just me my personal preference I would definitely like it if a man would take the time and shave everything (laughs) You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, hair is a make or break situation because it's absolutely not. I mean, everybody has a day where they just don't feel like doing it and that's fine. You know, whatever you like. So to sum it all up real quick, I don't think it's weird at all. I just think that everybody has their own preference of what they want for themselves as well as their significant other and if you like it you like it if you don't you don't but again in my opinion I don't think it's weird at all on to the next question here let's see have you ever sent nudes Ooh, spicy (laughs) um no actually I have never sent full-on nudes I probably will never send full-on nudes Um, Unfortunately, with the social media generation and, you know, people just wanting to share what they receive, um, I probably will never, ever send nudes. Um, That's just my preference. You know, if you want it, tell me you want it or come get it in person. I guess that's really just my opinion on it. And the next one, let's take it back a little bit, is... What is the best date you've ever been on? I'm sorry, most romantic date you've ever been on? Um, I think the most romantic date I've ever been on was probably not even anything extravagant. Um, just taken to a nice restaurant, given... So it, it happened to be on Valentine's Day and... I'm not like 100% for Valentine's Day. I believe that you should love and uh, give your all in your partner every day. Um, But, you know, just being taken to a restaurant, having a great meal, a great conversation, 
And then after um, a nice little gift, and it doesn't have to be a gift, but just something meaningful, something from the heart, you know, just, I want to be, I guess, told without being told that I'm appreciated and I'm loved. And I want to give that to my partner as much as that has been given to me. And it wasn't some, you know, oceanfront view, da da da. It's just something meaningful, meaningful to my partner and I, that's all. And on the flip side, what's your worst date story? So, this is great. For all of you people out there who like Tinder and love to swipe on Tinder and date on Tinder, and I'm not saying that this goes for everybody and this happens to everybody, but personally for me, my worst date was definitely from somebody that I met on Tinder. Um, we met at Starbucks to have some coffee and then he proceeded to ask me if he wanted to me to come with him to Walmart to buy a shovel and some axes and uh, that that definitely caught me one off guard and two I thought I was going to die <laughs> so I just want to put a PSA out there be careful take your time do not go far with a stranger I'll tell you nowadays, you know, with the internet and everything going on and the easy access that people have, definitely, definitely be careful. I know that the time before that I met somebody off of Tinder, I had my friends go into a Starbucks and see if the guy was real and if he was in there before I went in there myself to meet him. Because you really never know nowadays. I just want to put it out there. Be super careful. Never tell your address or where you're from, what school you're going to until you know 100% that the person is real. But yeah, that would have to be my worst date. I would have to say maybe, oh, in the parking lot, we were listening to some music and I made a joke and I love rock music. I love screamo music, but he kind of took the joke a little too far and just started yelling and screaming and hitting the steering wheel. And I, I just was very nervous. <laughs> and I am so happy that I don't have to be on Tinder anymore. <laughs> I honestly, no hate to Tinder. I know somebody who's met somebody and have been dating for a while now and they're super happy and that's great. Congratulations. But unfortunately, Tinder is not for me. But, um, wow, I've been talking for 20 minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> So to close this out, let's close this out here. The last question is, do you think someone can truly permanently F you up? Now, this is, to me, a great, great question. Um, I believe that everybody has hard times in their life. Unfortunately, some more than others. And I absolutely do believe that somebody can mess your life up permanently. You, whether it be a family member, a friend, a significant other, unfortunately, not everybody is kind or has a kind heart. There are people out there who thrive off of your hurt or the hurt of another person. You know, some people grow up in broken homes and things happen. And, you know, I grew up in a broken home. 
meaning my parents were divorced and I did live with my father. But, um, you know, I definitely, definitely to this day had it better than a lot of other people have it. I do, however, believe that if you feel and you know that you deserve better, which every single person deserves the best life that they could live, you just need to reach out to whoever it may be to help you, whether it be a friend, a therapist, a significant other. Um, I believe that you yourself need to believe that you can reach out to somebody and it, it will be accepted. Not even accepted. It doesn't matter what other people think. It will benefit you. And, um, you know, this is definitely a really good topic to talk about. So Jessa, thank you so much for, um, submitting the question, but, um, no matter what the situation is, no matter what happens, somebody can permanently mess you up if you do not have the proper tools or thought to pull yourself out of it or to have somebody help you pull yourself out of it and make it better. Um, this is something that I think everybody should know. You are all worth it and you are all loved. But it doesn't matter you all are worth it and you all are loved and I cannot stress it enough. So no matter what happens, no matter what people say to you or do to you, you are worth it and you are enough and you matter. So say that to yourself every single day. And not only that, Bring people in your life that are better for you. Because if you're going to have somebody that's going to tear you down and make you feel bad, that's not going to help you. You can take all these steps to better yourself, but if you still have that person in your life, they're going to take you five steps back when you have taken six steps forward. So be have people in your life that want to be there, that are good for you and going to make you happy and make you smile. Now I can sit here and I could say this and I know that it's all easier said than done. But I bet you if you take that first step and you get rid of those who are toxic and are not there for you to better you, you will feel a hundred times better. Again, Jessa, thank you so much for submitting this question. I think that this is a great way to end it because I believe that everybody is meant to be here for a reason. You are all worth it and you are all loved by somebody. If it's nobody that you know, I love you. I may not even know you, but you're worth it. So I know that that was ending on a hard note, but I really appreciate it being brought up and I'm glad that I was able to talk about it. Thank you all for listening to my first ever episode on my podcast. If you would like to listen to more in the future, hopefully you all come back. I'm definitely going to be talking about a bunch of different topics. And again, if you have suggestions for different topics, reach out to me on social media. I will be posting my social media on my profile on the podcast here. 
Again, thank you to everybody who submitted questions and had questions. And for those questions that I did not answer, again, I apologize. I either did not feel comfortable answering them or they will be answered maybe sometime in the future. And if you have any other questions for me, again, reach out to me on social media. Thank you all so much again. And this is the Dirty Jersey Saga podcast. See you next time.